0: You're with Pastor Troy right here. We're getting excited. We got a special program for you. You're going to be seeing over the next few weeks until we get ready for season two. You're going to be seeing the best of the On The Dock season one. These will be coming at you hard and steady. Once you get them out there, check them out, help us get them out to your friends. We want to see you on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes as well, but this is the best of, get this, the best of season one get ready for it we're going to be coming at you with a super season two coming up this august we'll see you soon enjoy this episode of on the dock season one best of You're on the dock with pastor troy here we have got the gang around the table we're locked and loaded for a great episode and uh, just just because Ruth here at the table with us. She's our, our co-host for the several episodes coming up, shows we're doing. Ruth, I want to tell you about that song. That is Otis Redding's. It's a rendition of Otis Redding's famous 1967 song. You see the gold album on the wall back here. That's us. It comes from "Sitting on the Dock of the Bay," an old Georgia song about you know. Well, we're not wasting time, but what it is, what it is, uh, uh, Ruth. It's my favorite secular song. My favorite Christian songs is on Christ the solid rock and it is well. You see those by the wall, by my office funeral there, songs. those are my funeral songs. They got them on the wall. Just so if they forget how to play it, they'll have the music, <laughs> but this is my secular song because in 1960, I think in 1966, uh, about time I was born. Uh, Otis was, uh, writing this song. He was in a studio recording it and two minutes and 36 seconds. He got to the second verse of ever of another song. He whistles the verse. Mm -hmm. He sings a verse does the bridge the course then goes to the whistle verse gets done turns off finishes it stops they kill the tape the guy said what's up he says I haven't written the second verse yet
1: (laughs) so we're gonna go do
0: a gig in Detroit we're gonna come back and we'll finish this next week in the studio they went to Detroit played the gig died in an airplane crash in (sighs) Wisconsin coming back never was able to finish this instead they took that track two minutes and 36 seconds and we have sitting on the doctor bay went right almost immediately to number 1 and That's um crazy. and so the reason i have it up there is cuz when i finish my battle with this world when when the lord lets me lay down finally and i get home uh, they're all going to they're going to play this at my funeral it's at the gravesite they're going to say the lord's prayer then they're going to start playing the song and and when they get done and they 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 say the lord's prayer and that starts whistling the preacher's going to say y'all need to leave now <laughs> go eat the mastocholi And let Pastor Troy alone because he is in the kingdom of God. Listen to Otis sing verse two.
1: And everyone in our church has heard this story every time.
2: Every time. So my husband always makes me lead as well.
0: Yep. Because you got to be ready for my funeral.
2: And I'm like, I'm actually not the one to sing at the funeral. I've been told that I'm. Second in line, you're backup. You're back I'm up. I'm backup for Tatum. He Ta- has it planned out. Tatum from Springfield. More than Springfield. anyone I know, this man has this. You can sing with her. You can be backup
0: yeah. vocals. And if something happens, Tatum He's she also, can't He's also
2: like sing. hoping he he dies in the plane crash like it, otis because he has really yes. good life insurance it,
0: for look, if he, i'm not in the plane crash with it well I we know. are at the yeah. end of we, we live at the end of a runway we're at we're any go. time <laughs> at any time a cape airplane could come through here ruth came in on cape air at any time i'm
1: going back on it too now it,
2: i'm getting feeling it, yeah <laughs> hey, hey the, his life insurance is like uh, worth a lot more i got triple coverage
0: tri- if i die in an airplane crash you get three times the payment which
2: are also our A vehicles church. twice knows yeah
0: so but but it also any kind of plane activity it, i don't have to be in the plane the plane could land on us so at night here, Southern Illinois university has their flight school. They practice landing and takeoffs oh here. So there's a really good chance. Anytime those pilots are in here, a good so, so chance. A good chance. Oh so, so, Hey, but guess what? If something happens. I'll be listening to verse two because I'm going to ask the Lord to bring Otis. I want to hear what verse two would have been. I love that song. So yeah, I appreciate it guys. Hey, at all the Dock, we're all about conversations to propel your faith out of the shallows and into the deep. Okay. I hope you enjoyed that great song. It's great. Otis Redding. We love him. I love our version of it too. Yeah. And we got our on the deck. You can find us. You can find us at our platforms at YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, Sermonet, and you can social media go ahead and social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram. And we would love for you to subscribe, (laughs) subscribe. Yeah, 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 I know. Subscribe, hit (laughs) like, notify and share, share those comments and find us and and, and make sure you're connected. Because if you're not getting those notifications, you'll miss our regular Tuesday and Thursday distributions. And always we would love for you to become a Patreon partner. Hey, you get one of these fine on the dock with pastor Troy cups and get you some Crown brew up at Crown brew fill inside it got the other crown brew glass i got i got hot tea in this one and i got a cr- uh, good crown brew product over in the other one here so become a partner of ours you can do that by going to patreon and look up on the Doc with pastor Troy and become a sponsor that's how we'll get your product here or become a partner get, become a partner and get one of those coffee cups and how do you do all this stuff if you're not sure how to do it go to on the doc.org you can find all our platforms on that website as well as links to our patreon site and you can always email us at info on the doc.org or watch our embedded player on on the dock we're getting ready to go with that and we're ready back in studio here we're in part three of a great series around the table i got an incredible lovely wife mother beth Benettone, mother beth
1: whoop, whoop. hi honey
0: we got yes. ruth jane Subakit. nailed it again i nailed it <laughs> then i call her jane for the next 10 his minutes hours. you know his ruth, head's just jane. growing each time he pronounces it
2: correctly i'm so proud air. of myself <laughs> it's
0: honestly the first Thai name i've been able to say yeah yeah it is. I've never been able to call all our Thai people that we work with in Thailand. They all have American names to make our lives better because yeah. because their 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 license plates, their license would have to be folded out 12 times.
1: I mean, this is this is an American pronunciation of it. I know, I
0: but that's what I
1: was brought up saying, so that's
0: how I say On it. Behalf I try. Of-
1: it's it's almost
2: embarrassing how hard I try to like with tonal languages and how hard I fail.
0: So so Ruth, great picture there of you. Ruth Hells from Harvard College is in here working with us on several of our series. And she is working in this area of understanding sex trafficking and really doing some paperwork and stuff on that at Harvard. And we're just glad to have you at the table with us. So thanks for coming in. Yeah. And your plane will be fine in the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Thank you. And hey, (laughs) if it does kind of hit the parsonage, hey my wife is rich. All right, we're in here on the mosaic <laughs> oh initiative gosh. series, the international network part three, we're going to talk about the international face of we, we did the local face already in part two, go back and listen to yeah. it. Part one, we gave kind of an overview 15,000 feet, we're digging in a little deeper in the international and we've got at the table across from us Haley Odellini. You're in here, and you say Adelini. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it just depends on where you're from. I'm she's does this every time. Yeah, that's right. That's what we do. Founder and executive director of the Mosaic Initiative, great lady, uh, and she is doing great work. She works for Community Faith Church as well as our creative arts director. Did a lot of the uh, web design for on the dock and our graphics design as well. So we appreciate her work. But she's here for another reason. She's our guest, Haley. We we, we know that you're married. We know you got two beautiful kids, a, a, a husband that you share with me because I love her husband. He's my worship I pastor. Share him with like yeah. a lot of. Yeah, I mean, Uh uh, listen, Ben and I are knitted together at the heart like Jonathan and David. I just love Ben. He is my worship partner (laughs) on the platform. I'm the pastor and he's the worship pastor. So we work closely together. I really appreciate him. He helped design this set. But Haley is the focus here today. Haley, I just want to know, you're a mother uh, of two. You've got work at the church. You've got this huge passion for the mosaic work you're doing. You've traveled all over the world. But, but, But this picture here, look at this picture this doesn't look like all over the world this looks like someplace yeah. in in illinois yeah where, where are you at in this picture
2: yeah so so there's a i don't know if they're an actual organization or not or just like a collective Well, they gave you 9600
0: $9, yeah, that's a so lot of money it, for a collective people
2: there's yeah so there's like this new new were thing it's been around for a little while it's called 100 women who care and it's that. been happening all over the nation where 100 women out of like particular counties get together and they nominate their favorite like philanthropic organization they choose from each Love group it. does it differently this group it was the very first time that we've had it here in williamson county so cool allison hausler i think she's probably one of your guests on the podcast at some point Yeah, she's a she's a boss babe like just a definition of one i, sh- I look up to her so much hmm. um you, you don't want to get in between that woman and when, what she wants to get done because it's going to get done God. oh uh, yeah she's amazing so she started this with several other women um to bring it to williamson county and what you do is you pledge before you go like i went and i also had pledged a hundred dollars to whatever organization would be awarded it so they wrap so they like did a bingo thing you you come in and everybody gets a chance to nominate a nonprofit.
0: and you don't know where it's going to go no
2: idea so you no, won this what, it's so fun yeah it's so fun so they it. Nom- so they they cool. bingo it you get three three organizations and then each three they have someone presenting on it um so when you nominate you can say who you want to speak for you or you have to speak on behalf of that organization so um we were one i had no idea i went into this thinking we're like brand spanking new like even if i get one nomination that like i bribe my friend to come with me to like give like i'll be happy you know yeah and like i've always been in love with all philanthropic things so i was super excited to go and kind of like network with people um so i had no concept of like actually being nominated but i thankfully prepared just on the off chance. I was like, well, like trying to do the math, thinking of like what the percentage <laughs> of chance was. And I was like, you know, like I should probably just like wow. prepare a little bit. And I'm really glad I did. Cause we had five minutes and each person had to present.
0: You had to give your elevator pitch. Yeah, and then they vote. Yeah. Oh, wow. So then they
2: vote. Oh, wow. And it was like, I, I have to be honest, I'm really glad that we were nominated in the first group because now I'm like, don't have to worry about it as much but right, like
1: right. I'm so nervous
2: I'm not a nervous person anyone who knows me I'm not shy like even remotely like I think on all of the personality tests I score like 100% on the extroversion okay so.
0: okay you're Haley's wired like me there's people that are nervous and there's people that get people nervous we are people that we're get people probably nervous. a little intimidating
2: in the right <laughs> we setting, cause yeah. other
0: people to have nerves. yeah we're just really direct yeah, so. we're, we're, yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah my husband he's like the the anchor for me like i'm fiery It probably should have been born like a redhead very passionate very direct your
0: husband is beth in our relationship i'm a hammer yeah you're me y'all are backwards so (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. for sure
2: we all need a beth yeah or i mean beth is really is the anchor of this she's church chill. because i she's see her chill. when she needs to just start shaking her head yeah. at you from like she's the only the person can get a hold of me she's, only, <laughs> she's, she's the only it. one that can yeah. reel them in yeah. so you won 96 yeah, we won. okay all i want to know crazy. is the
0: next time you go you got to take mother beth because yeah. she's got to get hands of hope into yeah, yeah. this my goodness oh, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well yeah, hands
2: yeah. here house of hope any of the organizations um but honestly it was just an honor to be a part of like so this
0: is christian blessing lottery i love it i don't even
2: Know that it was just christian organizations it was just anyone but it was like yeah it was what crazy. a cool deal well
0: thanks for sharing And what was them. cool
2: was allison was actually the nomination so she like was running it and she ended up pulling her own name as like the first one and it ended up being us and that was like really cool
0: very cool
2: um but yeah it actually ended up being i think nine thousand nine hundred dollars well, and then the second we just did the second one and they got like ten thousand four hundred dollars
0: well, we need to get a hundred women around here and talk to them about what we're doing here you got it on the dock they could use it. we could use yeah, that that listen any? okay give us just real quick give us the the quick overview again the mosaic initiative and we'll get into our discussion
2: yeah so as I said um the last time too the best way to describe it is our whole purpose is to combat sex trafficking and exploitation globally um locally and globally we work domestically and internationally. Okay. And we'll probably get into that a little bit more now, but we do that through a variety of ways, but mainly trying to equip others and, and really empower and others.
0: Then, and then redefine for us from your website, what you're doing about we're focusing in not only human trafficking, but yeah. a subset sex trafficking. Specifically what, what, sex trafficking. When we say sex trafficking, what do we mean?
2: Um, so any form in, I mean, outside of just trafficking, but also just like exploitation and abuse, any form of exploitation for the purpose of like a sexual nature, so um yeah i mean we really focus on that sexual like the sexual component of that Uh um because it is it's it's it is a different form of trauma and it's specific and it's rampant so um, it just, it's one of those things that really needs addressed in a lot of areas. So,
0: okay. So Haley, uh, I was looking, digging in your website. We're focusing on the international stuff. So your website says that we've been busy, uh, I put this up on the screen. Yeah. We've been busy building international partnerships, currently have growing relationships with organizations in seven countries. Yeah. I, I, I've got, I've got programs going on with three countries right now can't do anything other than talk to them by zoom now because of covid we can't (laughs) go to thailand it it, ruth would love to be ruth would be in thailand talking to our partners directly there about what we're doing i'd be with you ruth (laughs) i would have gone with you and met you there we would have just
2: flown there we would have gone there i would have
0: been there in january and july that's when i go every year i haven't had a fourth of july in this country for like 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 eight nine ten years because we go there every fourth and every january i have spent we have spent at least at least five years in the air on New Year's Eve flying over in Cathay Pacific. You know, middle of Good the airline. Air. That's Pacific. how I get you, home, it's, college. It's yeah. easy to get over in Cathay. Cathay is really cheap on New Year's. Yeah, yeah. I need to write this down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This needs to be my yeah, yeah. It's,
1: <laughs> That's literally the airline I take to get from college to Singapore. It's we stayed great. in
0: Macau one year, that right after New Year's Eve was over. It's much cheaper to stay in Macau the new year's day next night than the night of before that they were sold I out imagine, yeah it was yeah. so cheap It was like oh wait we, well, there's nobody
2: i don't even remember what flights i've been on to thailand i just oh, know that they man. were very long
0: they're very no, like, very yeah, it's a long way to go one, think, Yeah, anytime long. you eat three Isn't meals the one sleep, of the longest and, flights, i think yeah yes. so it's, it, uh, outside of africa, australia africa, right? africa right. flights africa. about eight nine ten hours there's, down.
1: A, there's a direct singapore to New York, that's 18 oh hours, I, I saw that. that. Was, it's the that longest, has to be the longest. It's, it's one, is, one of the longest flights
0: is. that one of the planes make yeah. right now. Yeah. It was, I mean, I've I've done,
1: was the longest for a long time. I don't when know you, you eat, look, is.
0: guys, when you eat three meals on a plane and at least three full meals, maybe even four in a snack, the plane, when you get off the plane, mm. it's trash. When you can take an Ambien? <sighs> Two. <laughs> two ambience during a flight that I was t- too loud that two, wasn't supposed to be i take started. i take a half <laughs> <long>. i take <laughs> a half <laughs> eat my meal go back to sleep i tell him i don't want the snack
2: it's it's an on ongo- troyan is like Ambient and the things that he doesn't <laughs> know that he does on Ambient is like probably one of our yeah. two favorite conversations
0: yeah <laughs> i have not killed myself it. with oreo
2: troy's like me we like have to be going at all times and so
0: i, like I only I use Ambient when i do my overseas he, trips to yeah. get you regulated Okay. quickly it's my really dad good. said
2: that it was really cool because you had a very specific routine every night and it was to call mama beth yeah. or take your ambian call mama beth and probably fall asleep while on the phone. while yes. i talked to her I night night night. many
0: times the phone's the phone. left open in africa you know take yeah. my shower take yeah. my ambian
1: pictures of him sleeping on, <laughs> on a facetime yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i do so that cute, i do though. that because i i do that because i can relax and finally talk to her and i can de-stress yeah, it's, it's
2: like that. a nighttime routine. I like Addison even those. Alright,
0: you girls, back to this. We've, you're busy building international partnerships, currently have growing right. relationships when you can, do not due yeah. to COVID, do, and due to the restricting nature of the past year, it's been a little challenge. Tell us about what you've got in the future works. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Hey, right now to go to Thailand, you have to go check into the Marriott Bangkok for 14 days, $2,300, and sit there locked in in a jail cell. called yeah. the Marriott. You don't get to enjoy any of the facilities. You sit in your room before you can... They deliver
1: every meal to your they door. Deliver, they $2, dollars
0: it's just like not awful. worth it for us even to if go, you have Ruth. a negative test even if you have a negative yeah. test everywhere in asia matter. right now doesn't that's what you gotta do. doesn't matter yeah. so, so it's just not pri- i can't take a team over right now and spend 14 days doing nothing if you've had the vaccine they cut it to 10 i think but but still mm. that you can't do that so yeah. so there'll be a time soon when we can travel again in the meantime zoom works great our leadership's great but tell me what you're looking at doing you've got something about peru ruin yeah. yeah. And tell us what's going on so
2: this has been like a really interesting year to start a nonprofit. like it obviously we didn't plan on any of this happening no It's it's been like obviously like i think we've all learned a lot in this last year in different ways and you either take opportunities to like grow or you stay uh sitting and you can get overwhelmed and and you know it's there's definitely been challenges with it like I, I think like we were primarily focused on our international ministries because that's kind of in my heart since i was a child i dreamed of being a mission i read the book the book Bruchko by bruce olson um i don't know why specifically this but i remember him like vomiting up the tapeworm and all this stuff he's like crazy he's trying to like go into this he was uh trying to do ministry with an unreached people group and i just remember him being like he loved this group so much that he like was willing to do anything to get, get the gospel to them and like share Jesus with them. And it was just really inspiring. And so my heart's always been for international like people groups mm-hmm. and uh, like specifically unreached groups. Not that there aren't unreached groups. Same here, in the here US, same here. But I've just had such a heart for like the global church. Cause I think that's like what heaven, like I cry every time I think about heaven being this like conglomerate of every <laughs> nation and tongue, like praising the Lord yeah. and like what a beautiful, so i mean from the beginning my i, I wanted to be a missionary uh, to india since about fourth grade and so um this whole thing is you know really internationally focused and covid was actually blessing in that because i think it kind of made me step back and look at the opportunities we had locally right um i networking is probably one of my favorite things and one of like probably my better skill sets is like if i had one leadership skill that was really like helpful to me it was probably be like to make connections and to connect other people to Mm -hmm. other people and um that's kind of why i like started this um so it's been hard like not being able to do that in person Mm -hmm. because i think especially internationally making connections always work better in person um i remember showing up to (laughs) india uh i had planned it out like three months before i got there and like mentioned to this person that we had the whole re- like one of the whole purposes we had been there was to go and visit the shelter and he was like oh you're still wanting to do that and you're like yeah that was like the purpose <laughs> that's of I'm this for. trip right <laughs> yeah and uh that's how it goes you know internationally oh, yeah. and i oh, loved yeah. it like it was like but we kind of show up thinking god's gonna do something crazy he's gonna like suddenly be like oh yeah my brother does this thing or does that or something and like suddenly makes a connection and then you're Be like, yeah, why don't we uh, just like take a three-day drive and go do that? And you're like, sure, okay, cool, whatever. And that's how it happens. It's really hard to foster that online. So um, yeah, so I mean, we have like beginnings of partnerships um happening all over the world. Um, but the one that I was talking about with Peru, um, we have like a really unique opportunity with them. One of my best friends, I call him Mi Hermano because he's my brother. I think we maybe have done like a weird blood pact or something at one point. Um, <laughs> he is an indigenous person of Peru. His testimony is incredible. His dad was, I think, a martyr um, there in Peru. But he, they were they were missionaries, but they were doing ministry to their own with their own people group there. Um, he started the group Runasimi. I think it was his grandfather maybe that started it. It's like forty years old, and um, they've been doing ministry with their indigenous people group for a long time and they have really good connections there. And so when I was about 17 years old, I went to a missionary trainings like camp, which sounds like kind of like a cult if you just like <laughs> listen to the sound of it. But basically what you do, did was you would go into this simulated village, completely self-sustained and lived with like 20 other people and learned how to live in a developing <laughs> nation. So we raised our own animals, butchered them, we learned, uh. cross-cultural communications how to uh, teach primary health without coming in as like like especially this like savior mentality and like Mm -hmm. talked a lot about the harm that has happened through right um in the past and like all all those different things and so i actually met him there and we lived in this village Mm -hmm. with like latrines that were made of like palm leaves we walked around <laughs> barefoot with our machetes every day and there is no way to like grow like that to like a person like that's not your family than that situation <laughs> we literally so we couldn't leave for the first month to create that like separation anxiety we didn't like couldn't use our cars we didn't have phones we got mail once a week so like to really create like that experience um so we got really close yeah bet. and we were really bored a lot of the time so you just talk and you get to be really close and he became my brother mm-hmm. so um when i'm thinking about doing like international ministry and stuff i'm really particular about you know wanting to make sure that we're investing in groups that when pr- problems arise mm-hmm. not if but when i have people i can trust on the ground that are going to handle that in a way that i would or or that i think is of high character and, and qualities. Like e- even when we set up our board, before I did anything else, I just wrote down the qualities and characters that I wanted people to have. So we have this really cool opportunity with Rinasumi because they create all the literature, the Quechua literature. Mm. They have a radio station there too. Um, and there's pretty much no, from what we know of, no like prevention happening, like no sex education and very little like, um. So, like trafficking awareness happening there right now uh-huh. so it's this huge opportunity to grow Is and,
0: Peru a hot spot for yeah, trafficking? Yeah yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah especially with indigenous groups like we, we talked about this a little bit before but any marginalized community um, they're higher risk and especially with the Quechua people like I from my understanding and I could be misspeaking and so like if if you're um, part of this people group feel free to correct me in the comments I would love that um, I think a lot of them don't actually speak like they speak their tribal tongue mm-hmm. but not all of them speak spanish too so if you so they'll promise like kids and um women et cetera jobs in the city mm-hmm. but it's not it's a false promise of a job which happens a lot internationally it's like what we see a lot
0: so their happened- parents
2: know th- knowingly sell their kids into things or they get like kind of promised. duped they by miss, like an auntie right? in the village that right. says, Hey, I have this job for your kid.
0: This looks a lot like the, the, we'll talk about this in one of those series, but I love Betrayed*, trade mm-hmm. the movie yeah, that's yeah. put out by um, CBN. Yeah, uh, yeah. The one you sent me C- C- CBN, yeah. Tha- Thailand and, and, um, why uh, way I'm Thailand look it up on YouTube yeah it's, it's you see a, love a lot with
2: small villages like this subtit yeah. you need right.
0: to watch it it's exactly the same kind of thing uh, where it's kind of a, a kind of a flim flam thing so it, yeah so yeah, that's yeah. happening in Peru as well so
2: I think it's really easy to displace um them and and then they don't really know especially also it's like a different culture you know there's the there's a catchchua in the mountains and I believe like even in the the jungles and stuff um and so so there's like a lot of um you know you take people who were in a more like enclosed community mm-hmm. and you bring them to the city it's very easy to isolate them which is like right. one of the main steps in the grooming process completely out of their element yeah, and, and they, they, no they
0: maybe have never left comu- their community yeah. culture technology yeah. And, yeah. and they're dependent it's very easy
2: like so everything that traffickers do like and this is a one commonality you'll see every situation is completely different you know um it, there are some like patterns that we see a lot but the one commonality is they do everything that they do to achieve and with air quotes consent so like it's not real like i it, it, and we talk about that a lot like coer because it's coerced it's but, not really but, truly consent but well, they'll do anything well,
0: let, me, they let can. me let me let me let me hmm. get clarified on that because i think when i watch the love Betrayed and and when i talk about in okay ruth's here and ruth Focusing on on sex trafficking in Thailand, and in Thailand they do some very similar things where the the the, the recruiters will go out into the village. They'll recruit uh, a family, and right. basically they for a down payment or a, or a dollar they, they 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 sell their children to the opportunity to get a bigger job or yeah. To get, and so the kids send are, money home. They yeah. send money home. They, they take the kids. The job's not what they thought it was at yeah. all. It's it, they, they may never hear from the child again. Yeah, you'd, it, yeah, It's like a recruiter with nothing on the other side. And, and when it happens. The consent here is not the consent necessarily, the one being sold into trafficking. The consent here is a parent or a a, yeah. a, 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 a parent, a mother, a father saying, I consent to you taking this child yeah. a, to this opportunity. Right. And, and a lot of times the parent thinks they're maybe doing the child a service and helping their family, but it ends up being. So are you talking about it, the consent? It may not
2: consent, but like, com- uh, what's. <laughs> I've had too much coffee. Uh, compliance? Compliance, compliance is a better word. Okay. I, sh- I probably that's misspoke. To sorry. To, to see clarify. The consent is. The yeah, consent yeah, yeah. The not consent, but compliance. Compliance is a much better term. But I'm sorry see. about that. It, it, yeah.
0: But in the Thai side, the consent comes from the parents. Yeah. because it, It's child not off.
2: truly like consent either. Like it, it is compliance but, is what it is. Then, but um, then the
0: kid feels like, well, I don't want to shame my parents. I don't want to shame my yeah, household. Shame goes And, and so really they far. become compliant in in the consent of the parents. And that's
2: like especially in cultures where like debt means, I think it's harder to understand maybe in our culture where we're used to just like credit. Like it's different. Like it's an honor, like honor-based culture. Well, so it, it's like if you are, if you owe someone something, you are indebted to them well, for a long time. And like and what, a, I, what, I impa- what I want right. to impact
0: is in our culture, Beth says I consent to this. It would be like Beth's, whatever Beth gets into, she agreed to do it. So, right. but but we're not talking about that kind no, of consent. No, no, no,
2: no. We're talking about like, I think everything that they, like everything that, there's a there's a process called grooming and it obviously looks different in every situation like it can be for like force threat of force which is like usually what people think of but most of the time especially here in the u.s um it changes obviously depending on the situation but you see like coercion fraud deceit like all of those things are also used and it can be deceit. and it 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 can be all you could be using they might use a combination of all of those things right but it's all the whole purpose of all of it is to um, To achieve that compliance and to break the psyche, so that and, they're not fighting against the, so, the person so, so and they can just exploit them. Compliance would
0: be right. consent, but consent without the knowledge of what really is being expected. So it's almost a deceived. Kind of, yeah, consent. And,
2: I, and I and I misspoke when I said consent. No, no, that no, was a bad no, no. No,
0: but I, I no, I see the consent though. I see in that movie I watch. I see other. Well, hey, I, I think, I think that's I'm where the
2: shame comes in too, Is like I think that a lot of times survivors will feel like the shame or like responsibility because they feel like they consented when it wasn't yeah and, it was and, compliance and, and both but the it wasn't parent consent. and the
0: victim of yeah it, both
2: it was coercion the way that they got there wasn't truly like truly like true consent you know like, so,
0: so for people listening let, let me see if it was i can... psychological
2: manipulation right
0: l- l- let me see if i can give a metaphor cuz i i'm a southern illinois dude and i've got haley i've got ruth here both of that understand this world a little bit better than i do but, but let me, let me, for the guys that are listening for people Southern Illinois, this would be for me the, it's not take the, take the sex out of it, sexual exploitation. So we know over here we're dealing with sex, but over here we have something similar in our culture. When you're getting, when you're a young athlete, when you're a young athlete and, and I, I played ball, my kids played ball and the, 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 the local recruiter uh, for the local university somewhere off somewhere gets wind that the kid can play and they come flying in on their plane. They come in and they meet you and go, hey, we'd like you to come to our university. We're the best university. We're gonna take really good care of you. And they meet with the parents and they meet yeah. with the coaches. They begin to talk to you about the free education and all the things you're gonna get and the people you're gonna meet. And they even fly you out maybe and give you a little sample. You know, They give oh, you yeah. the whole, they, they take you around, you have the party of a lifetime. And then, then you know, and then eventually they say the student signs or the parents go, let's, let's, let's sign this let's consent to go. The student gets there. Sometimes they get a great education. They, they, they play the game, they become great, but there's a lot of people out there that some sports recruiter sells them something. that's not true. They get there. The kids asked to do steroids. Yeah. The kids asked to play hurt. Uh, the school grades mean nothing. They just want you to play football or then play baseball. I think there's, we see that in our own culture. If you could just take somebody that's been poorly recruited, they've been given the flash and the sizzle, but not really the substance. Now take that to somebody coming in and recruiting your daughter, your son, to take them to a place to give them an opportunity for education, the opportunity to have a good job. And you you hear that as a parent going, oh, they're gonna get a good job, they're gonna get out of the country, they're gonna get into the city, they're gonna make some money back, they're gonna be able to send us some money back, they'll be better, we'll be better.
2: It could even mean like education for the, other children that you have it feels like so it feels like this like awesome like gift from god this opportunity Mm -hmm. and they sell it like snake oil it's
0: like yeah there you go it's like a win-win everybody's gonna win and what happens is everybody loses yeah and
2: when you have a village mentality like that you trust the like you'll see aunties or whoever in the village will have like a point person and so like of course they're gonna trust them they don't know not
0: and they don't know how to do the ruth how do you check and vet these things what, what are you seeing and how do you vet these opportunities so that they don't get you and trick you
1: who is the you in this situation
0: well i mean you as a parent you you want your best for your kid the recruiter comes in and says hey they got this real job in the city they've got this real opportunity we'll get you education money well, and the, you know yeah.
1: well i think the problem is that a lot of people in these situations don't have the resources to do that vetting and right i think like, as you were giving your example, the example that I was thinking of is like, actually, I don't know if this will be controversial, like army recruitment in there. Yeah, this, yeah, I know. Where they go into high schools and like yeah. prey on people who think they have no other options. They know right. you're right. like, you're right. not gonna go to college otherwise. You're from a low income family. This will bring honor to you, your family. Yeah. When in reality, that's not always what you get out of it. You right. are put yourself in danger. You know, you don't always get the benefits that yeah. you're promised and. Y-
0: you're gonna have you, 13 weeks of hell as you go through basic yeah, training. yeah, yeah. And you're and,
1: putting it, your life in danger. And
0: it may be the right decision. And, yeah. and, and we're not knocking any of these recruiting. No, we have a lot of But yeah. they can all we be used for evil. Them, yeah. If it's not fully communicated. Exactly,
1: and and it's preying on vulnerability. It's people right. who yes. think they have no other options and someone's That's telling them is. this yeah. is the only way for you to get out of this situation and they don't know what else is out there. They don't know yeah. how to tell whether this is a good deal or
0: not. Not I being think. honest about right. the real cause, exactly. the possibility. And you're thinking
1: exactly. you're
2: providing like, I mean, as a parent, like you understand it now, like I understand it so much more now that I have children of like yeah. you would do anything yeah to provide your kids with like this could mean that like you know Mm -hmm. like your kid could like maybe you're start like you know you don't know you don't know the situation it just can change you know but like if this means oh my child might have an education and my other children might be able to go to school and afford uniforms because sometimes they can't even afford the uniform to go to the school right or you know they're one they're maybe their sister or brother's already laying bricks like you know there's Mm -hmm. just like so much to it and and it's not it's not like an, just like, Oh, they're uneducated. It's like a, it's a lack of, you said, like you said, resource or if if you're not exposed to to it.
0: And there's also, I think, I think you mentioned, uh, and it's, it's pre- no fault
2: of their own it's just like you know they've right. been and sold it can this be a, cultural,
1: a cultural thing too like everyone else you know has has, has done, done this that, and that, yeah and, and there's,
0: there's a, a respect yeah. it's an adult talking yeah. or and it's a
1: or there's a, a pressure from you know if you live in a village where everyone yeah. goes to work at this factory and obviously it's like exploitative I think you know if you talk to someone from IJM who works in like India you would hear a lot about this yeah. but you know bad things can happen if you choose not to do this absolutely or you, you know you'll lose out on other opportunities in the future yeah. and so on and so forth so, right. so
0: what it comes yeah. down to is the, the, you know people are exploited here because they're given a, a picture of what could be rosy out here but not really the ability to go look at it yeah. and, and and they're actually there might be shame if they do or they have to acknowledge that they don't know everything and so I, I guess I guess let me just give you a, a modern example here because Beth and I we, you know we have two daughters and, and, and I, I don't mean to be sexist girls I, I, I do check out things on my sons but but I mean daddy's girls are daddy's girls I mean, in, in a positive way, I, I think I, I, I just I'm just saying that. And so my my one of my daughters just got a job way away from here. And, mm. and 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 listen, when she got the job, it's an exciting job I'm excited for. But as you looked at some things, there were some things that set some alarms off in the process of her getting the job, there was a poor callback plan. And well, you know, it was all answered by the guy who was sick and had pneumonia. But and yeah, but as I, the same way. as I look deeper into it. There were nine misspellings on a letter of recruitment to her. There were bad graphics on it. And at one point in time, I'm looking at Beth going, I don't know if this organization out in Timbuktu. 1500 miles from here is even real maybe she shows up and she disappears and she's a victim of look i work with sex trafficking in thailand yeah. my daughter my blonde daughter yeah. is sitting someplace in somebody's harem around the world someplace all because we sent her off to somebody that cannot spell or type and they run a marketing company and they're, they're a they're h and r company for many organizations and they can't spell right or type things correctly and so yeah. it triggered some things enough for me to call <laughs> hello i'm a pastor from so-and-so and i'm i'm giving a recommendation for a job um is this person real so i called around circles i called better business bureaus i called tourism places yeah. i found that it's all real all great i found out that the typos had a result to do because it's an australian company and everything they mistyped is australianly spelled english australian spelled differently That's funny. everything was alleviated yeah. in my fears
1: right yeah. and and you're coming from a situation where you're fully aware that this is a possibility. Informed, you have access yeah. to the internet, you have connections, right. like imagine how difficult that But would if you're in the backside be. of
0: Liberia, right. the backside of Pursue, yeah. you're, you're yep. in Northern Karat yeah. in, 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 in Thailand, right. what do you do? yeah I mean I, mean, I called a lot of places I and I got my answers but I have to say this to you parents we have got to be more vigilant about checking this stuff out and if you don't have the resources you got to find places that do yeah. figure out before you make that decision to send a child blind off someplace we've got to go see it go with them and I
2: think having a lot of convers like you can protect children like through monitoring to a degree but it's never fully going to do it like what, what no. it do- is is it's so I have a thing that I put up on our side a lot. It's open, honest, and oftened. It's conversations you need to have with your kids, starting right. from a young age, age appropriately. Teach consent. My daughter, if you ask her right now, I say Who, every day, "Who's in charge of your body?" I am.
0: So repeat the repeat right. the acronym
2: again. Um, I just said open, honest, and oftened is is typically my rule because I think parents get really like you said like there's a lot of fear based around like trafficking and there's a lot of misinformation and we have it kind of this like movie idea of what trafficking is in our head right and we try to protect against that but we're missing the neighbor that's you know grooming our child right Right. and so what it is is it's just like i think i can't under like i can't oversell like the idea of having these conversations having conversations about sex with your kids like it should start with like start talking about like consent and things when they're really young because If you're not like creating this culture, that's like culture in your home from a young age, it's gonna be really awkward when suddenly you realize you're like they're 13. Which honestly, if I'm this is controversial, but honestly, that's way too late.
0: It's (laughs) way too late. No, it is way too late. Honestly, and I see that more and more in the church. It it is awkward. It's super
2: awkward. It is. But it's it's important. And like we like have really. And this isn't to say if you haven't started like it's beyond hope and you're you know it's no because useless. get started but like we because of my job, job of i learned yeah. you know i had to do this young with my kids we use all the anatomically correct uh terms yes. my kids yeah. have yes. no problem we have more of a problem of like we have to learn like what's We're appropriate yeah. so like don't like you're not allowed to ask someone if they have a penis like that's right. just the way that it is <laughs> and that's actually true stories from what's happened in our church <laughs> with my son yep. going up to the greeting desk and telling them what body parts he has, but- well, um, you're learning those, But that's, that's he, you to know, share. like we are really specific, like I- There shouldn't be shame I'm, in that. If I'm not right. it's kind of funny right now because I'm relearning some of the things because even like as direct and outspoken as I am, there have been situations I've been in that have been really hard to speak up of what I'm comfortable with. You know, whether it's a yes. relative like kissing me on the forehead and I'm super yeah. uncomfortable. I was conditioned my whole life to like accept those things right um and my daughter i've been working really hard with my daughter and my son to learn like they have a voice and they're allowed to say no and also to learn to listen and and a thing that we repeat a lot at our houses i respect her no so like even with tickling like i'll tickle zion if she says stop i immediately stop yes and she says no i don't i don't okay so you tickle me mommy like this and so now she'll tell me to do it right and i've seen a big change in like her attitude and like even that she's three years old and even in like the last year like she's gotten a lot more like empowered of like if someone mm-hmm. asks her for a hug or kiss and she doesn't want to give she'll just be like she'll say no thank you right? and yeah. she'll walk right. away I and, love and, that. and, and really i love cool. it because and, she and does we we she has don't. this voice that i wasn't right. you know and, as and adults it, we don't no fault of my parents but like that was just the way like the culture you know well, like sure. let you your don't aunt don't, don't be rude level. hug your auntie like you things that made you uncomfortable you were supposed to like and while it seems so like minuscule, I think it's it really important to start having those conversations? Because by the time, you know, like it, the culture I grew up in, like rural Midwest, it was really uncomfortable to talk about sex with your parents. Sure like, no one wants to talk about
0: no. That with their parents. Right? No, but, we don't. No, no.
2: But also no. if you'd suddenly just bring it up one day, it's, obviously going to be awkward but, but, but you the have world is going to teach them
0: their way and yeah. the world is not even natural so it's going to be stuff that's and unrealistic that's a, and yeah and don't the let them be trained in this in by, with porn and stuff like yeah. that what a crazy world even
2: like talking about safe sex i think that's like something that the church really like is afraid of like even with teenagers like not
1: to say <laughs> abstinence yeah
2: like i think you know we need to have these conversations because it's not like i mean if you're realistic you know that most teenagers are like Probably having sex, like it's good to at least tell them how to protect themselves in those situations if they're going to make those decisions.
0: And well, I think we need to teach everybody to be responsible.
2: Everyone be responsible. Everybody
0: be right. responsible and understand. And I think to to, to avoid that. To exactly yeah. to avoid that yeah. conversation is really just damaging. You're gonna let the yeah. world set the agenda. We as parents, yeah. we as we as leaders and parents ourselves, we need to not be scared of those conversations. Yeah. We need to be the ones that broach those subjects. So when there is a problem, there won't be shame. It's in not coming yeah, to it's you. not
2: uncomfortable for them to come and tell you. Okay,
0: you right there. Right. Um, I agree.
2: And and when you're having these conversations, that's when you're gonna notice these things. Like, um, one of my dear friends, um, had unfortunately her husband was abusing his uh daughter her stepdaughter and it was through just like a innocent conversation that she figured this out mm. and you know it ended up being three generations of abuse mm. and sexual abuse that had been going on and so it's really important to have those conversations because if she hadn't had those conversations she wouldn't have been able to find that out right. but also like it's um there and we we put this up on our website um the mosaicinitiative.org, and you go under you can sign up for our resources we immediately send you a whole list of resources and number one thing that we send is a child advocacy center. advocacy sorry child advocacy center because if you have thoughts or you're having like maybe there's an allegation you're concerned about your child That's the absolute best place to take them because so I put they your have
0: website up where, where interviewers I find that, again? that
2: know how to ask questions that aren't leading to children and so they can really get to the bottom of it and they see so much of it that they're able to to figure out what's going on tell, tell the
0: That's website good. i've got the website up it's the
2: mosaic and
0: you can go there and find that resource yeah, yeah and where is it again on the website
2: it should just be like immediately should pop up as an option to subscribe to our emails and we'll immediately sure. send you that. But otherwise it's on our resource page. Excellent. But if you just look up child advocacy centers near you, if you do have an, like a disclosure of abuse, first place you should go. Mm. Um, also on our resource list, we have like suggestions on parents and how to like respond to disclosures and mm-hmm. you know never in anger or anything like that. And it's just a really helpful tool. But yeah, it's just open often honest conversations with your kids, it's going to do way more than just monitoring online presence.
0: Now, now let's go back for a second. And so we wrap up this, this podcast, what do you see happening? Just give me the, the, the next steps with your international work. Yeah. Your so, next steps.
2: you know, so my friend that I told you about, his name's Tawa. I love him a lot. He is actually the president now of this organization. Oh. So we've been in a lot of conversations recently. There's a lot changing for him and his organization. So we're kind of moving forward slowly, but my dream would be to have like a vocational training center there as a way for women to um, leave sex work if they're they're wanting to um, a place to you know empower them Um, and to also start getting uh, resources out to the he has good relationships with all the chiefs there Um, it's a it's a large indigenous group but there's like different like chiefs over different areas and so um, he has probably the mo- like this particular group is going to have like the best impact because one it's their own people like how do we empower them to teach their own people and educate yeah. right. and prevent these things um, and then you know like down the down the road you know maybe it will it'll grow it more from that but we'd really like to create like create a vocational training center that creates some sort of residual income for for that um, mm-hmm. so yeah I mean that's that's a goal and I think we really like it's a it's a very large people group and to have that opportunity i just think it could grow really really large mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. impact a lot of lives yeah what,
0: what- I'm hoping to get us eventually back into Thailand. I hope you will go back with yeah, us to Thailand. I want to get so you. In, I want to get you in Thailand to work with our churches and our pastors there yeah. at Community Faith Church Thailand. Check those churches out. Uh, they are they are they are vibrant churches. They're all working out of the sex trafficking industry. They're all tangential to it. Whether they're yeah. our slum churches, are byproducts of of people that are abused and left out there. or Whether it's our churches in the sex trafficking zones that are working with girls and lady boys that are recovering from being used in that industry. Our, some of our pastors are directly from the sex trade industry. And they've been trained. And I look forward to getting maybe you guys connected down the road uh, with what Tamar's doing, what hand-to-hand's doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we look forward, we're we're gonna make, we're gonna have Haley come back when we do our Tamar series and Ruth as well, and get a chance to know some of those people overseas. And one of these days, eventually, we'll get to go to travel there without having to stay 14 days in the Marriott Bangkok.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I think the goal ultimately is like when we can travel a little bit more, is like building that like online network so that they can communicate um with each other and start creating resources from that but until we can travel we're kind of like a lot of these groups are kind of like at a standstill themselves because they are they, they are
0: frozen they're right. they're, they're really tough and so right it's now, hard
2: man. to really yeah. like grow partnerships when they don't even really know what their next year looks like right. so i mean it's something that we look forward to and it's that, like beating heart of the mosaic initiative And I know?
0: I know a lot of you guys are thinking we're going to wrap up this episode but i know you're thinking haley's like well we can do this online you, the problem is uh hands of hope community faith church. uh, We don't have we don't recommend anybody to you. We don't do things that we can't go on the ground and see what's yeah, happening. Yeah, I that we can't see know the people in the quality. Yeah. We're not recommending some Sally Struthers no, thing. no, 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 no nothing no. at Sally, but some organization <laughs> with a face yeah. over here. We don't do anything that we don't know the people. When you when you meet people from the different ministries we work with, yeah, I want to see it on the ground. There's not a ministry this church supports that we haven't been on the ground with them, can't don't know the person. I haven't vacationed with. I know their character, their quality. We just don't send money to blank. We to people that are our partners. I mean partners in the trenches together. So it's hard for us. It's hard for Haley's ministry to vet people right now in this time. Ruth would be in Thailand working with trafficking (laughs) stuff right now, but she can't get there. Yeah. And so we're going to have to be a little patient, but I do, I, I will talk about this uh, in the, you're going to come back for the round table. It's going to be so good. But we're, in the round table, we're going to talk about what's going on because of COVID. There is a blessing to the sex work industry in Pattaya, Thailand, because there's not much going on right yeah. now. So we'll talk about that next episode, but there is still stuff happening, but yeah, we're going to sure. come back. Hey, let me just tell you that you find more about the Mosaic Initiative. Uh, Haley Otolini is the executive director and founder. You can email her at connect at the mosaic org. Website's the Mosaic Initiative. And you can donate by clicking on their donate link. get involved, you can go to that resource page we talked yeah. about and get. We more even details. have
2: some books on there for even like as young as toddlers of like no means no stuff like that. Some suggestions that I've gotten from like psychologists and uh, from forensic interviewers and things like that. Equip
0: your kids yeah. to succeed and not yeah, and victims.
2: equip yourself as a an adult. I think it will take away a lot of the fear. Like I think there's a lot of fear based um, parenting happening, and yeah. and not yeah. to say that that you, you know you, you want to be. Careful and use discernment, and I struggle with that a lot. Like seeing all that I've seen, you know. It's a lot of la la la.
0: You you put your fingers in your hope but if yeah, you don't talk like, about it, it won't happen. You but it's they empower
2: there. your children, and and I hope that some of these resources will make you feel empowered and like learning what trafficking is will take away some of that fear of like some stranger in a white van coming to take your children but like give you the like empowerment of like, no, I can like, this is how I teach awareness,
0: my kids. empowerment. You said open, and how honest, I can love often. them best
2: yeah. through it because you may, and you know, I hope this isn't the case, but maybe you'll learn that that's something that's ongoing like happening right now. And, and then you can help your child in that. And,
0: and, yeah. re- re- and kind of get them, re- yeah. re- kind of work Protect with the, them in the way side. that you can. So yeah. also uh, she's got a page at the Facebook, Facebook page at the Mosaic Initiative. Check all that out. You want to come back. Our signature, it's a signature thing, Ruth. On the Dock, we always have a big round table discussion. We have all been making notes. Haley's been talking and telling us all kinds of stuff, but it's now our turn to throw, mm-hmm. all of us can throw questions at her. And oh then we gosh. can also put our two cents in and see what we see. So come back in our next episode of On the Dock and get, be a part of the Mosaic Initiative Roundtable discussion part four and we just want to remind you that we'd love to have you haley good job again thank you for sharing Thanks. what you're doing the mosaic internationally thank you ruth mother beth for being my my incredible co-host and you can join us at on get more information embedded player links to our uh, platforms as well as information on how to support the show and stuff you can also get email us at info at on with any questions always find us on our platforms youtube spotify itunes google podcast facebook roku rumble and Sermonet. you can get to roku go to download the sermon that app and look for the On the Dock with Pastor Troy channel. All of our channels are On the Dock with Pastor Troy. We'd Love to hear from you on Facebook, social media, uh, Facebook that way, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we, we, we don't mind critical stuff and real things. Share your stories with us. If you need help, reach out to us. We'd love to get you connected to those resources. If you forgot those websites, just email us. Donna, our executive producer at On the Dock, would be glad to remind you of those things, either through social media or through our email. And once you find our platforms, please hit subscribe, like notify and share so other people can learn what we're learning here today today. Haley's helping us get out of the shallows and into the deep and off that dock and out into things of God make sure hey, parents, let's quit acting like things aren't happening. Things are happening. The world's moving faster. The world's so small. Uh, It just don't let your kids be victims. Help them to become overcomers through Jesus Christ. And you do that by not, look, we make people overcomers in Jesus Christ by teaching them the word of God in the Bible. We're going to make people overcomers in the world by teaching about the things of the world and how to be smart about those things and overcome those. You never learn faith by putting your head in the sand and you're never going to learn how to live life in this world yeah. by putting your head in the sand. You're just going to get sand in your hair and that's no good. Okay. So come back and join us. We'd love to have you. You can always support us at Patreon and become a partner or a sponsor of the show. And as always, if you don't have a church home. And you're in Southern Illinois. We'd love to have you at 10 o'clock on Sundays, Wednesday at 630. Uh, Community Faith Church is our host site for On the Dock. And we you can always find out more if you're anywhere in the world. You can watch us at coftv.com. We have an embedded viewer as well as our Facebook and YouTube pages are there. You can watch us under the Community Faith Church channels. Go back and check us out. We'd love to have you at Community Faith Church. Again, ladies, thank you so much. Haley, thank you so much. We we'll look forward Absolutely. to seeing everybody back at our walkaway. Listen, walk away part four, our, our roundtable discussion. We'll see you soon. I hope you enjoy the podcast. I'm Pastor Troy.